Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is a final. Montana State beats South Dakota State FCS playoffs. 31-17 Montana State against North Dakota State. For all the marbles in FCS, the Bison made their ninth trip with a win at home over James Madison on Friday night, 20-14 to 14 in Fargo. Let's go outdoors. Steve Carney joins us, stevecarneyoutdoors.com. Steve, how you been? I'm great, Steve. I am a happy camper. We have ice, finally. <laughs> After last week, you and I talked and saw this cold weather coming, and boy, it's what the doctor ordered. We have a good eight inches of ice in Lakes Country up north, and uh, thank God, it's really good ice, too. And got a little dusting of snow, no big deal, but, you know, the conditions in northern Minnesota, the northern one-third, are really good, but in central Minnesota and southern Minnesota, you guys got all that snow on top of really minimal ice, so that was not what you wanted to see. So it kind of depends on what part of the state you're in, uh, what kind of mood you're in. Yeah, no no doubt. And uh, now is prime time. You get that ice, you get out there, you get that bite uh, between here and, say, what, the middle of January is prime time? Yeah, I would say so. Um, but, again, it depends which part of the state you're sure. in. Um, Red Lake is still going very well. People are getting out on Mille Lacs, but that's been a little sketchy. Um, but, yeah, this is really the best time to be out there. But, again, you got to be safe. And I still can't get to some of my central lake areas, uh, mainly because I'm a little nervous about the snow cover and I can't really see what's going on in front of me. You know, you can run into pressure ridges and heaves and not know they're there with this snow cover. So you really got to be careful. I'm going to get my skid house, my hard house out tomorrow on a shoreline area that's very safe, good eight, nine inches, and then, you know, kind of go from there. As we get more ice, um, you know, I'll venture out into more of the central areas. But right now it's great to get that Vexilar out there and look at those red lines that come in right about now. And uh, that's what we live for, man. That's what we live for. Yeah, and uh, let's let's talk a little bit about electronics. And, you know, you, you, you've always said it's one thing to go out and and buy electronics to help you in your fishing summer or winter, but but learning about it, spending time, reading the manual, understanding what you're working with is a big part of it. Yeah, that's true, Steve. You know, with all the YouTube videos out there and the how-tos, you can really pick up a lot of good tips on your ice electronics. And, you know, people think if they spend a ton of money, it's going to make a difference. It really doesn't. It's, you know, I'm a Vexilar guy. I always have been. But it depends what type of features you want. For instance, as you go up the food chain, you're looking at low power settings, zoom features. 
You can change the color palettes, uh, interference rejection. There's all kinds of amenities that are tacked on as you move up the price list on your electronics. But you really got to read the manual. And I tell you, I run into a lot of people on the ice that just don't know what they're doing. They don't have any idea how to work the game. And it's it's just you need to read the manual and get the basics because you're not utilizing the proper um, usage of your electronics if you don't get the settings properly done. And I set a lot of my stuff manually, but a lot of people like to use auto features, which are fine. It just depends. But you really got to get familiar with it and use the controls to your advantage. Um, sometimes people will have the gain turned up really, really high, have all kinds of interference, and they can't see fish, and they get very frustrated. <laughs> it's just it takes time on the ice and also reading the manual. And, you know, if you can find a wingman to give you a hand that is experienced with electronics, you know, 20 minutes, half hour, little tutorial, you can figure it out. But it's very important, you know, that you really know what you're doing with your electronics because they're just such – they're probably the key – to successful ice fishing is your electronics. All right, Steve, before we let you go, a tip or two, uh, if folks are headed out on the ice here over the holidays, strategies, what, what, what's what's the best way to get on fish? What, what, what should they be looking for? Where should they head? Well, Steve, it's still kind of a shoreline bite throughout the whole state of Minnesota right now. A lot of the, the panfish have not made their transition out to deeper water yet. Almost all these species are up close into shore. I'm catching fish in 8 to 12 feet of water, no deeper than that. The crappies usually come in at dark. There's a real slight walleye bite that's about 25 minutes. But I would key on the smaller lakes, the smaller bays. I wouldn't get crazy and go running out on these big lakes with an ATV. Not quite yet. But I'd stick to smaller water. And if you have a chance to follow, you know, some tracks out so you know it's safe, that's good. But, again, this shoreline bite will probably go on for another week or 10 days. So you want to concentrate on those areas that you caught fish in the spring. Right along the shoreline breaks, the first break off a flat, you know, very close to shoreline related. That's where the action is. But that will change in 10 days probably. All right, Steve, always good to visit with you. Uh, We will take next weekend off. I will talk to you in the new year. Hey, sounds great. You have a great uh, holiday season. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Steve. Always good uh, to visit with you. Talk to you in two weeks. There he is, Steve Carney. Steve Carney Outdoors here on News Talk E3O WCCO. And uh, it is ice making weather. Uh, highs in the 20s here in the cities, uh, colder up north, lows in the single digits. Uh, the weather looks pretty quiet for the coming week. Slight chance of snow on Friday, Christmas Eve. Shouldn't be a, a major problem for travel uh, if you're going to be out and about around the upper Midwest. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. High school hoops. Uh, we, we had a milestone game last night in Moundsview. Calls Court. Moundsview trying for the 1,000th victory in program history. Forest Lake. And first-year head coach Kyle McDonald looking for first career victory. I will tell you how it turned out in a moment. Kyle McDonald joins us from Forest Lake here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. It is always great to be at a ball game, and one of the things I do, I'm lucky to be on the radio, but uh, 
I love being out for for boys or girls basketball, boys or girls hockey. Last night I, I was covering Moundsview Forest Lake boys game at Calls Court, Moundsview High School for PrepSpotlight.tv. And quite a night, Moundsview trying for their 1,000th program victory last night against Forest Lake. Forest Lake trying to get their first win of the year and uh, first win for head coach Kyle McDonald. And Forest Lake got it done, led at the half, 33-29, to go on to the 65-57 victory. And the Rangers head coach Kyle McDonald joins us. And, uh, Kyle, good to visit with you. Thanks for the time today, and congrats. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, kind of whirlwind of emotions right now. Great great atmosphere last night, and, again, thanks for having me. Yeah, it, it, it just really was kind of a cool – not only uh, you, your team coming in playing a very good Mounds View team on a Friday night, great crowd on hand, uh, but they're trying for a milestone victory – 1,000 in their program history, and you're still trying to get that first W, and you're able to get it done in really a legendary gym here in the Twin Cities. Zig Calls coach there. Uh, he had a tremendous career. Um, a lot of things came together on that Friday night to get the W. Yeah, yeah, they really did. Um, and, and it credits Mounds View. Um, they're a fantastic team probably one of the best 4A teams um, in the state, and they're really tough. Um, and it's a very tough place to play. Um, as you saw, the gym's not very big. It gets really loud in there. Fans are uh, ready to go cheering on their Mustangs. Um, but, you know, we we had a really good uh, week of practice, um, and we showed up, and we played our best ball, and we stick to our principles, and uh, we handled it. And we handled some things through adversity, and we came up on top, and I'm really proud of that. Yeah, Owen Waldock, uh, the, a youngster, but a big guy. He had a great first half. Really got you off to a good start in that game. Yeah, yeah, he really did. And Owen is a sophomore for us, one of our big guys. And he uh, plays with a ton of energy. That's one thing about that kid, and he never quits. Um, even if guy's stronger, bigger than him, or a different matchup, it's it's always um, he goes after him with his heart um, and his, his body, and he does what whatever he needs to do. And I'm very proud of that kid and he keeps working at it. He's always in the gym getting extra shots up and this guy's the limit for him. Yeah. And, and he, and he's, he's got uh, a grit or a toughness inside. Mm-hmm. He's able to get tough rebounds and get tough shots off at the rim or in the area of the block down low, but he also can play on the perimeter as well. Yes, he can. He's got a, he's really well, well-rounded um, for for his age. He he has some great post skills. Um, he also can play on the perimeter and hit an open three or two uh, if he's left open. So he's really uh, well-rounded for especially his age and his size. Um, and, yeah, as I said, the sky's the limit, and we're, we're good to, glad to have him, to have him uh, two more years after this one. Nick Bartlett played a solid game in the backcourt for you, 14 mm-hmm. points last night. But you had another player who – hasn't been a huge contributor on the scoring side this year until last night. Uh, Nolan DeMonso had quite a game last night, just on fire from the perimeter in the second half. Six made threes, two made free throws, 20 points all in the second half. It was huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it really was. And, and Nolan's a great kid, and he's one of those other sophomores that, you know, just worked their butt off. And, uh, you know, I'm glad to see those. 20 points and all the shots that were going in last night. 
Um, it was a thing to see as a coach, and it was a thing to be on the sidelines watching it happen. Um, and he's put in a lot of work, um, especially these first few weeks of just knocking down shots and being confident. I'm always telling him and some of the some of the other guys, you know, if you miss a couple too, you you know, hopefully, you know, you'll bounce back and hit it, hit the next one. And we're always talking about the next one. We're always talking about confidence. Um, and Nolan Nolan showed that last night, and I'm very proud of him. Well, uh, Kyle, uh, congrats on the victory, and we've got to talk. Kyle McDonald, yes, mm-hmm. that, that McDonald family, uh, coaching, teaching, the family business, isn't it? Yes, yes, it really is, and it, it, it all starts with uh, one guy, and that's my grandpa, so that's for sure. Yeah, the, the, the legendary Bob <laughs> McDonald, all those victories, all those years in Chisholm. Did, did you get to the range a lot, you, you, um, you know, when you, when you were young? Yes, I, I really did. Um, very was very close to my grandpa and a very close family um, as well as for the McDonald's. And, uh, you know, I got up for holidays. Um, Christmas was always up there. Thanksgiving was always up there. And then over the summers, we have our family cabin up there as well, running basketball camps. Um, so I've always been up there throughout my, you know, 24 years of life. I've always been it's kind of my second home. It's kind of the Iron Range. So, um, yeah, I, I usually get up there probably now it's a little bit less, probably two or three times a, a year, but, uh, love it up there. Yeah. And, and you land this job in Forest Lake and continue mm-hmm. that tradition there. There's, you know, starting with your grandpa, there's a lot of McDonald's that coach. Yes. Yes, there is. Um, yes. My grandpa, Bob coached a lot of years up at Chisholm high. Um, and before that he was at McGregor and a couple other schools, um, I have my dad, who's a coach at Cambridge Ice Cheney. Um, he's still coaching there. He's been there for about 35 years. Um, I have an Uncle Paul that was at Vermilion Community College for a number of years. Uncle Tom, um, who's at Ely High School for about 20 years. And then a couple aunts as well that um, has coached in their past with um, also Uncle Joel being at Hipping High School currently. I've been there for about the last 20 seasons as well. So, um, I also have some cousins. I got a brother up at Duluth East who's been there for 10 years. So I'm really well-rounded and I've always been around the game. And, and that's a credit to the guy um, that started it all. And that was my grandpa. Yeah. And you know, what, what did it mean to you last night in, in that setting to, to get that W and, and start your journey as a head coach? Yeah, it means the world. Um, and I, I got to spend it um, and, See my mom and dad on the sidelines was was pretty pretty incredible as well. Um, I'm blessed that they they got to see it. Um, and as as I said before, the crowd was electric and um, it was such a fun atmosphere to be in um, and have our kids handle adversity a little bit and come through it through the end. Um, I'm really proud of them and I'm glad that my parents and everyone else that were there got to see it. Yeah, uh, fun night, and 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 I was thrilled to be a part of it and call it on mm-hmm. Prep Spotlight TV last night. It it, it definitely mm-hmm. was a good ball game, and I was so impressed by your team and on how they handled a pressure situation against an experienced Mountain View team, and mm-hmm. that that probably stands out for you at the end of the ball game. You know, Dylan Wheeler, good player, uh, Jacob yep. Becker. I mean, these, these are experienced guys, and um, you you really. They they made good decisions down the stretch, and that had to be gratifying. Yeah, we've always been talking about making good decisions, being strong with the basketball. Um, through our first couple games, we really didn't do the best job of that. 
Um, but as I said, we had a really good week of practice, um, and we really dialed in that. And I, I trusted my guys at the end of the game. Yes, we made a few mistakes, but at the end, we made free throws. We took care of the ball, and uh, you know we were at uh, the spot we wanted to be at the end of the game. And uh, but it's a credit, as you said, that's very. Uh, it's a very big win because of their experience on the other side with Wheeler and Kobe Kirk and a couple other guys yep. um, that are very, very tough, and they're awesome basketball players, and they'll go to the next level to play. Um, but overall, I'm very proud of our young guys, and I'm very proud of our seniors as well, um, just to handle adversity and get through that and take care of the ball and knock down some free throws at the end. Yeah, back in the gym, and then he gets Centennial on Thursday before the holidays, mm-hmm. and then a right back at it, and a really good schedule. And you get a shot again at Mons via your place in February. I, 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 I know you're going to take them one at a time and all of that sort of thing, but uh, a, a great feeling, and congrats. And I ran into my buddy, uh, John Millay, from the high school mm-hmm. league. He writes John's journals, covered prep sports for a long time, and I know has written a lot of stories about your grandpa and mm-hmm. uh, your, your family and your coaching tree, and it, it, it was good to see John there as well. And uh, just, a, just a great night for a high school hoops here in Minnesota. Yeah, thank you, and, and thank you for covering on the Prep Spotlight. We really appreciate it uh, and all the coverage that you do um, for all the sports here at Forest Lake. And, all the other schools as well. It's, you do a great job, and uh, hopefully we'll see you again in the future. Yeah, love to. Uh, Kyle, good to visit with you. Congrats again. Uh, the, the McDonald coaching dynasty uh, continues. Ha- have a good one, and Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to your family. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, um, and have a Merry Christmas. Thank you. All right, there he is, Kyle McDonald. First career game as head coach at Forest Lake last night. It was a good ball game. Uh, just uh, – I, you know, I, I'm probably going to tell the folks at PrepSpotlight.tv, you don't even need to pay me for that one last night. Hard-fought game. Dave Leeser is a great guy, does an outstanding job. Uh, and Moundsview is is a is a solid team, and they're going to be heard from before the end of the season. Uh, 429 here at News Talk, E3O-WCCO. We're going to come back. We'll get you up to date on the weather. It looks like a quiet week here in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul. Looks like the weather will be good for travel. Uh, as well around the holidays. There is a slight chance of snow on Christmas Eve. Shouldn't be a big deal. And then Twins president Dave St. Peter, a lot going on at Target Field. Usually this is a very quiet time at Target Field, but they're gearing up for the Winter Classic. The Minnesota Wild, St. Louis Blues play there. And uh, some big changes, continuous improvements at Target Field. And there are more on the drawing board. We'll get into that with Dave here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. Target Field is being transformed into a winter wonderland for the winter classic coming up. It'll be the Wild and the Blues, uh, one of the marquee events in the NHL, coming to the Twin Cities finally. And Twins president Dave St. Peter is good enough to join us. Uh, Dave, happy holidays to you. It's good to visit with you. Hey, Steve. Good to be with you this afternoon. Yeah, Target Field really being transformed. The photos and videos I'm seeing, this is pretty extraordinary. Yeah, you know, we knew this day would would come eventually. We're uh, we're so excited to be hosting uh, the Winter Classic on January one. Of course, the Wild, uh, their fabulous team uh, facing the St. Louis Blues, and in uh, what should be quite a spectacle um, for not only for the, the Target Field but the city of Minneapolis. The 
state of Minnesota and obviously a national spotlight and long overdue. The, the NHL's, uh, you know, preeminent outdoor game coming to Minnesota, the state of hockey. And, and I know people have been holding their breath for this moment for a long time, and it's finally going to happen because Target Field, in addition to hosting the Twins and uh, other baseball events, uh, the Golden Gophers have been there, the, the the state championship games have been there for, for a number of years, but, but there's been concerts, there's been football, and now uh, finally a hockey game. Yeah, you know, it's funny. You're right, Steve. You know, we probably wish we would have hosted hockey sooner. We've tried, you know, and worked with the Wild closely over the years with the hopes we would have gotten this game years ago. We certainly have explored college hockey. Uh, for whatever reason, it hasn't happened. So this will be the first ever hockey played at Target Field. We think it. We don't think it'll be the last. Uh, and you're right. The building has a has a great reputation, not just for being a stellar home of the Twins, but uh, but but the football games we played, obviously, so many major concerts, uh, other community events. It's been a wonderful uh, facility and one that I know uh, I think hockey fans are going to enjoy on January one. Yeah, and when the ballpark was originally built, it, it was built with the idea that um, a, a lot of the building could be used year round. I, I I think of a lot of the venues, and they are used year-round from the club offices all the way through the club level. I mean, that that's 100% ready to go. Yeah, yeah, I think that one of the advantages we'll have for a Winter Classic is, you know, clearly we, we designed the ballpark with Mother Nature in mind, particularly for baseball. So in those, you know, chilly April, May dates, uh, potentially obviously September, October dates, um, we have a lot of space with radiant heat. We also have a lot of spaces with views of the field that are enclosed and conditioned. So that's going to pay dividends for us in hosting hockey on January 1, just like it does uh, in terms of hosting baseball in early April. Yeah, and were, were there any things that were done, say, during the year of 2021 to, to make some other changes to get ready for this event? Was, was there money spent on other infrastructure that was needed? Yeah, that, there, there was, Steve. We, we had an obligation to the NHL to deliver a fully winterized building. So with that, uh, you know, it was the impetus for us to further condition uh, additional areas of the ballpark that frankly weren't. Uh, so we added a lot of heat in the concessions areas, uh, restrooms, uh, other uh, parts of the ballpark that uh, previously had not been conditioned. So uh, the other thing we're doing is we're we're syncing up a, a full field replacement with the Winter Classic. So this will be a good excuse coming out of hockey for uh, for Larry DeVito's crew to, in essence, uh, pull up all the grass, uh, and then we'll go the full uh, regrass here in March, leading into opening day on April seventh. Yeah, and, and it's interesting. I believe I talked to Matt Hoy during the season when that was originally announced that. That is fairly typical, and that that's going all the way down. I, the, the field is heated, obviously, to get the turf ready for each and every upcoming season. But but the drainage, the sand base, all of those sorts of things, over time, that needs to be replaced. Yeah, and we have not done it since we moved into Target Field. We've replaced certain sections of it, but not 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 in its entirety. So, yeah, it's overdue. Uh, for that, I mean, the field obviously still plays at an unbelievable level, and the drainage is still spectacular, but. You know, frankly, we, we wanted to go through a full field replacement, and doing it on the backside of hockey makes a lot of sense, understanding just how challenging those conditions are for the grass when you put in a rink uh, like we're doing here in the next week or two. Yeah, and it is a tremendous amount of equipment that is brought in and put on that, that field service or surface, and that, it is a major construction project, isn't it, Dave? 
Yeah, it's, it's really remarkable. I, I give the NHL a lot of credit. They have this down to a, a science now in terms of delivering great ice and, and, and everything they're doing here in Minnesota, which goes beyond the primary rink. And they're adding a, a, a number of additional kind of pond hockey rinks throughout the outfield. So, um, you know, our people have been working with the NHL for a number of years. They've traveled to multiple winter classics to look at this, uh, you know, set up and build out and so we've been pretty prepared for what's going on at Target Field right now in terms of getting ready for January 1. Now, as far as behind the scenes, Dave, though, will, will there be a, a combo platter of Twins personnel and Wild personnel working the game as far as the video presentation, security, concessions, that sort of thing? Yeah, well, the Target Field crew will still be the, the Target Field crew. Those are the people that still work every Twins game. and you know, Those okay. are the folks that are charged with working at this event. Clearly, there's going to be a lot of this that we're working in, in conjunction and collaborating with the NHL and also the Wild. So it's going to be a Wild home game. So you're going to have a lot of their uh, you know signature elements in the ballpark. And there's a great relationship we enjoy with the Wild organization. So that's been very seamless. But the, 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 the people working the game, so to speak, uh, those are going to be Twins employees and Target Field employees. And they cannot wait to have an opportunity to, 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 to work uh, another signature event for our franchise and for our community yeah it really is going to be neat to see target field transformed into a home rink for the minnesota wild for one game and dave are there other games associated with the winter classic i know the wild and blues are the main event but will will there be other teams that have a chance to use the surface yeah unfortunately that's the 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 answer to that is no steve the way this played out there really is not additional games that are going to be open there will be some some skates for, for wild season ticket holders and twin season ticket okay. holders and sponsors and such. But the only hockey game played on this rink is going to be the wild and blues on January 1. All right. Um, Dave, there, there was another big announcement. Dactronics based in South Dakota is going to put up that gigantic new video board. and That'll be available for the 2023 season. And I know this is part of the continuous improvement of target field that really is, started from the year the the ballpark opened that the the Polad family and the twins have always been committed to adding features yeah i appreciate that steve that that's true and in, in, in this particular project we're working really closely with the minnesota ballpark authority who uh, are also part of this uh, particular purchase but yeah it's time you know the, the technology around video boards and all the equipment that makes this uh, that, that target field experience so special from a technology perspective is it, it's you know we're 10 plus years into target field so it's time to replace it and uh just this week we announced that Dacronics is going to be our partner once again and, and our main video board which uh, we've already secured uh will be made in redwood falls minnesota and ultimately is going to get a little bit bigger than the board that's there right now in terms of video product and uh in, in its entirety will be the fourth largest board in major league baseball so that'll come on play uh in the in 2023 and uh uh, we've got some additional uh, decisions to make on some additional video product in the weeks and months to come, but we're incredibly excited to have an opportunity to take that target field experience up yet another notch, and uh, we know this is something our fans are going to enjoy when they see it. Yeah, and you know, to take people behind the curtain, if you will, behind target field, that control room, and, and fans maybe have noticed it, um, it's above the Twins dugout on the first base side, up in in the higher reaches of the ballpark, that's all being redone right now. That is true, and that's really all the the, the back of house that really drives yep. that that game experience. So everything we play in the ballpark, from music to fireworks to all the video product, and 
you know, all of that is uh, is going to be uh, refurbished uh, for the 2022 season, and then the video displays themselves will be replaced for the 2023 season. Yeah, so so a lot of cool things going on at Target Field. So uh, a beehive of activity, and usually uh, kind of quiet at this time of year. And then uh, before you know it, the countdown to pitchers and catchers in the upcoming season. Well, Dave, we appreciate the update. Always good to visit with you. All right, Steve. Be well, my friend. Yeah, there he is, Dave St. Peter Twins president, as Target Field gets ready for the Wild and the Blues in the Winter Classic on New Year's Day. That, that's going to be really neat. Uh, I, I I hope to sneak into the ballpark uh, to see that event. That, that's going to be that's going to be pretty cool. And the the board reading about this board they're putting in. Um, is definitely going to be state-of-the-art. And, you know, it's one of those things when you go to a Twins game and you're thinking, this is pretty cool. You know, I I, I was happy. But apparently the new Dactronics board that they're putting in is going to be pretty incredible. So we look forward to that in 2023. And uh, a brand-new field as well for the 2022 season. 4.45, 15 minutes in front of 5 o'clock here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. We're going to come back. We'll get you up to date on the headlines in sports. The MCS championship game, North Dakota State's in. Was South Dakota State able to join them in the championship game? We'll find out in a moment. Uh, number of cancellations in the NBA and the NHL, including the Wild. Uh, there's one NFL game on the schedule tonight. We'll get into all of that in a moment. Here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. Just a few more days, and the days will start getting longer again. The countdown to the 21st. I, I'm one of those. Um, Kerry Clyde is our producer. I don't know about you, but um, I, I always like that moment where we cross over and the days start getting longer. Even we've got to get through January and February, but a little more daylight is a good sign. And I'm on board with that. Absolutely. I Yeah, it gives me hope. A little bit of joy every day, yeah, right? We sure. get a little no. bit, a few seconds of daylight. Yes. Because it's before 5 o'clock and it's almost dark. And I, I just, once again, revel in, okay, it's 5 o'clock and it's still light out. It's 5.30 and the sun's still up. So little signs of progress uh, for sure. Uh, North Dakota State, they won on Friday night in the FCS. They beat James Madison 20-14. to uh, Meanwhile, South Dakota State fell short. They got beat by Montana State 31-17. to So the FCS title game in Frisco, Texas is set. Uh, North Dakota State, their ninth title game. Uh, otherwise, pretty quiet college football. Some bowl games. I'm not sure there are any worth mentioning. We will talk Golden Gopher football and Golden Gopher hoops and more with Andy Greeter following the news at 5 from the Pioneer Press. Um, Golf, though, the PNC Championship. uh, This is the old father-son, and now uh, it it is certainly a family event. I, I saw Nellie Corda and her dad were playing in this event and playing pretty well as well. Team Corda... At nine under par in this event. So so that's not bad. But uh, it is Team Sink, uh, led by Stuart Sink. They're at 13 under par. 
Team Daly, John Daly and his son at 12 under par. Team Thomas, Justin Thomas and dad at 12 under par. Dad really struggled. He looked down. He looked like he wasn't having any fun at all over the closing holes of this event. And, and they're in the mix. They're one off the lead. Team Singh, including VJ Singh at 11 under par. Team Faldo, Nick Faldo. Team player, Gary Player. Uh, Tom Lehman uh, in the mix, all at 10 under. Huge group at 10 under par, including Tiger and Charlie Woods, the marquee attraction in this event. Um, Henrik Stenson is playing with his young son as well. He appears to be about the same age as Charlie, and they're in at 10 under par. Uh, We mentioned Ellie Corda and her dad at 9 under par. One of the legends, Lee Trevino, uh, he's in there at 8 under par. Uh, One one name I don't see, and that's Jack Nicklaus. Uh, Usually Jack and his son played in this, Jack and one of his sons, but not this year. And I hope uh, Jack's okay. So there it is, the PNC Championship on the PGA Tour. Uh, There is one NFL game tonight. Uh, The number one seed in the AFC at the moment, the New England Patriots. Yes, the Patriots are the number one seed. They're two-and-a-half-point underdogs in Indianapolis, and they play the Colts. This is a pretty intriguing matchup tonight. 7-15 kickoff, the over-under 48. Colts trying to hang in there at 7-6. Patriots would take a gigantic step toward home field advantage and a bye in the first round of the AFC playoffs with a victory. All the other action uh, coming up on Sunday, Monday or Tuesday in the NFL. Uh, Monday, a couple of games, Raiders-Browns. Uh, that's a 4 o'clock start. Vikes-Bears at 7-15, the regular Monday night football game. Two games on Tuesday, Seattle in L.A. to play the Rams. And then Washington and Philly to play the Eagles. So, uh, COVID-causing problems in uh, the NFL. In the NBA, uh, there are a number of games uh, in the association that have been postponed due to COVID-19. By the way, the Timberwolves are idle. We'll talk much more about the Timberwolves. And they're riding the roller coaster. They had a terrible homestand, a five-game losing streak, Uh, closed out eight days ago by getting blown out by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Then they go on the road, beat Portland and Denver, and come home and handle the L.A. Lakers. LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Davis was hurt in the game. Russell Westbrook uh, was in the health and safety protocol and then played last night. Timberwolves still win. Anthony Edwards not available. He was in the health and safety protocols. Uh, so more on the Wolves with Cal Soderquist at about 5.35 on the program today. Uh, but here's what's going on in the association. Uh, these are the games that uh, are are on tap uh, in the NBA. Houston beat Detroit 116-107. to 107. Uh, It'll be the New York Knicks in Boston to play the Celtics. The Orlando Magic take on the Brooklyn Nets tonight. Uh, Golden State. Let's get this. Let's see. Yeah. Let's get back to Knicks Celtics in Boston. Magic Nets uh, tonight from Brooklyn. Uh, Golden State 
in Toronto to play the Raptors. Uh, the Clippers are in Oklahoma City to play the Thunder. Cleveland is in Milwaukee to play the Bucks, And uh, the Wizards are in Utah to play the Jazz. Now, there were a number of games in the association that were wiped out, uh, or there were none wiped out due to COVID-19 on Friday, but a number of players in the health and safety protocols. Let's get over, though, to the NHL. That's where games have been postponed. And this does include um, the uh, Minnesota Wild game today against the Florida Panthers. Uh, Second game of the week, Carolina was supposed to be in on Tuesday, postponed due to COVID-19 problems with the Carolina Panthers. And now, of course, Florida's scheduled to be in town to play the Wild, and that game postponed, as was Boston at Montreal, Toronto and Vancouver, and Tampa Bay at Colorado, a Columbus at Calgary postponed. And I visited with Dane Mizutani of the Pioneer Press earlier in the day. 30 players and personnel with Calgary uh, right now on the COVID list. Uh, there are games tonight, Ottawa and Philly to play the Flyers. The L.A. Kings are in Carolina to play the Hurricanes, so they're back at it. The New Jersey Devils are in Detroit uh, to play the Red Wings. And the Red Wings a game over 500. So uh, positive. Detroit may be heading in the right direction after some down years. Uh, Chicago and Dallas to play the Stars. And Edmonton will be in Seattle to play the Kraken in the late game. So a number of games postponed, including the Wild and the Panthers scheduled to go up next for the Wild. They will be in Dallas on Monday night, and so far so good for that one. But but the Wild right now all of a sudden struggling a little bit. They dropped those two games in L.A. and Vegas back-to-back, came home, didn't play against Carolina, played poorly against Buffalo. They were still able to get a point, and then, of course, weren't able to play today. So the hope is, is that the Wild will be able to get it done in Dallas because they have one more game, and then it's into a holiday break where they won't play again. So uh, the the Wild needs some ice time. So you're up to date on the sports headlines. And maybe the biggest headline, as far as Viking fan goes, uh, it was announced that they've waived Bashad Breeland, eight-year out of Clemson, the cornerback. And the story is, is that practice today had a run-in with coaches, and then after that, a run-in with players, and the Vikings kicked Bashad Breeland to the curb. He is no longer with the Vikings. And, of course, they'll be in Chicago to play the Bears on Monday Night Football. He certainly hasn't had a great year, but nevertheless, an unusual move. we got to run. We have the news and weather at 5 here at News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Treated me so well. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.